we don't have children's church around here. I'm glad we have the youth. I'm glad we have these youth Sundays, and I'm glad that the youth really gets involved with church. If you got your Bibles tonight, turn to uh, Galatians, Galatians chapter number five. You know, like that song says, "The goodness of God." I just want to thank for His goodness in my life. You know, it says, "All my life He has been faithful." I begin. I was thinking about it earlier. How he's been faithful to me and my family. How how all the things he's brought us through and from, and how we how we've all ended up right back where we're supposed to be. Hallelujah! Someone thank you for that. Galatians chapter number five, starting verse number one. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Stand fast, child of God. Don't, don't let the yoke of bondage get you out of the church. Don't let the, the, the lust of the world, don't let the things of the devil get you out of church. Stand fast and walk with the Lord and let his will be done in your life. Verse 2, Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Christ is become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, you are fallen from grace. For we through the for we through the Spirit wait for hope of righteousness by faith. For in the for in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that ye should not obey the truth? You did run well. You did run well, but then you got out. You let the you let temptation take you out of church. You let the devil get into your life. You did you did run well. See, that's how it starts. You start to miss a little bit of church at a time. Then you you miss. Oh, it's just a Sunday school morning. Oh, oh, it's just a Wednesday night. Then it begins. You find yourself hanging with the wrong crowd. Then, then the next thing you know, you're all the way. You're so far out of the will of God. You just think it's not even possible to get back. My, my dad. My dad always says. Sin, sin will take you farther than you want to go, keep you longer than you want to stay, and cost you more than you want to pay. But, but God, but God, He loves you so much. He chose to send His only begotten Son to die for me and you. He chose. If I was, if that was me, and I had a son, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to send him to this world. How, how they've been disrespecting him, spitting on, spitting on his name, just rub, putting his name through the dirt. See, God sent His Son to recon, reconcile that relationship with with us and God because he loves us that much. Go to uh, Luke. Luke chapter number chapter number 8 verse number 4. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city he spake by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed and as he sowed some fell by the wayside and it was trodden down and, and the fowls of the air devoured it. Is that you tonight? Have you fell by the wayside? Have you gotten out of the will of God that God has for your life? Let's see. We'll read verse. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. The other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit in a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hear ears to hear, let him hear. Or have you fell upon, are you still doing the work of God? Are you, have you fell upon the good ground? Are you still out there blessing his name, still telling people about him and spreading good fruit? And his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? And he said unto, unto you, It is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. Now a parable of this 
This, the seed, is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear, then cometh the devil, and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which for a while, a, a while believe in time of temptation fall away. Have you, have you, are you the one on the rock? Are you the one who's filled by temptation? For a while you believed, but are you the one that the devil got in and creeped into your home, creeped into your heart, and you let him just continue to just feed you division and feed you confusion? Have you fell, and have you fell out into the world and started hanging out with the wrong crowd? That which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. But that on the good ground are they which, in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Child of God, we ought to be on the good ground. We ought to be wanting to print, plant fruit and plant seeds for God. We ought to be wanting to tell people maybe we see at the gym or at the grocery store or at school about God and what That's he's done for us. Because he cho- his goodness is so good to us. He chose to send his only begotten son, his precious darling son, to die for us. He didn't have to do that, but he chose to. See... It's our fault we don't try to reconcile that, rec- that relationship with us. It's our fault we let pride get in the way. And we let just the devil just twist our minds and get us away from God. Uh, Titus. Titus chapter number 1, verse 16. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient un- and unto every good work reprobate. Do you... Yeah, you can say, yeah, I know God. I go to church like, every now and again. I, yeah, I'm saved, but do you really know God? Do you really have a relationship with God? Do you really work for Him? Do you really give Him the time that He deserves and the time that, that he, he just asks for a little bit for? Or do you, or, or do you say you are, but on, on the weekends or whatnot, you go out and hang out with your buddies and you're going out there, you're going out there drinking, fighting, cussing, and carrying on. See, I know a lot of people who say they know God, but it doesn't show by their fruit. It doesn't show by how they li- the way they're, they're living their life. See, this, this scripture right here on uh, October 18th, 2022, is a Tuesday night revival. Brother Leland Frazier preached on this. And once he read that scripture, the Lord kept dealing with me. But I kept making excuses. Can't make an excuse, but thank God that I got over my pride and came over here and got saved. Don't don't make excuses tonight. Don't don't let your excuses and don't let your pride take you to hell. Maybe you're here tonight and you you've fallen by the wayside and you've you've let temptations bring you out of the bring you out of the church and bring you off the will of God. Or maybe tonight you just confess that you're saved, but you're really not, and you really don't have a relationship and you really don't know God. Obey the obey God's voice tonight. Don't don't let him carry, don't let the devil take you too far. That's right. That's right. I've regretted a lot of things in my life. I've regretted doing a lot of things, saying a lot of things. I, I, don't, regret, I don't regret being saved. I don't regret it at all. I don't regret what God's done for me. Man, I don't, I don't look back and have any regrets for what, 
wish I could go further, wish I can go farther. I wish I'll keep on. I hope I'll see the end of a Christian life. Amen. Man, I, I'm telling you, this church is important. The church is important. Going to church is important. Being faithful to a church is important. Christ died for the church. That's right. Christ died for me and you. Christ died for the body, body of Christ. I'm just reiterating a little bit of what we had this morning. Hey, uh, Christ died for this. This is, this is important. This is, it's important for us to see each other here. It's important to draw strength from one another. Hey, forsake not the assembly of coming together as a body of Christ. Hey, you can't say I don't need the foot and I don't need the hand. We need each other. Absolutely, all the time. We need each other. You don't just come and get something from the church and suck everything out of it. You've got to put something back in it. You've got to be able to put something back in it. You've got to breathe life out of it. You've got to breathe life into it. You can't just come and breathe the life out of it, breathe the life out of it, and say you ain't getting nothing out of it. Hey, you can't suck everything out of it and expect to put, not put nothing back in. Hey, you get what you put in. That's right. Um, like I said this morning, you can build off of this. Hey, you help build the church. You help build this right here. There's plenty of room for you to grow here. Plenty of room for you to put, put yourself in here and help grow. But if you ain't putting yourself into the church and helping it grow and building off of it, it's not going to mean anything to you. It's not. If you're not getting involved with it, if you're just sitting like the bump on a log and you're just coming and you're doing your routine and stuff and not putting nothing in, you won't get nothing out of it. I'm just telling you. Hey, you, you, say, you can say this. You can say, I just don't get nothing from the preaching. I just don't get nothing from God. That's, that's, that's a personal problem. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to go to your other brothers and sisters and say, hey, man, y'all getting anything out of this? And they're all saying yes and you're not getting, you need to check up. Come on, that's a me problem, an I problem. Yeah. That's my problem. Hey, we need the church. I need my church. I don't know where I'd be without y'all. It's flipped around. I see a, we flipped around since I've been here. Some have left, some have came back, some 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 new members. Hey, but I'm telling you, I need the church. I need this place. Christ died for the church. He said, "Upon this rock I shall build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it." Church is important. The devil wouldn't fight you so much each time he was trying to come to church to stay away from it if it wasn't important. I'm telling you, I know he wouldn't. I know he wouldn't. This is important. It's very important. But uh, that's not it, but that'll preach. <laughs> I'm going to be in uh, Philippians 2, verse 5. And this, I'm going to be talking about the disciplines of a godly man or, or a woman. We should have as a, as a godly people, as a holy people, as Christians, this is what we should have. Second Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. It says, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Hey, the Bible says take every thought captive unto Christ. Hey, take every thought. Is that of Christ or is that of the devil? Take it captive. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Hey, you can learn about God in his word, and that's good, and you should, but you can know God by obeying him. He says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. I used to live a life that was so unruly. Man, it was so, so wicked and ungodly. Man, just in and out of prison, wasn't never a father to my children. To be able to sit back and watch what God has done. Not what I've done, but what God has done. You can't put that hunger in your, in your children's heart. You can't beat it into them, but God can. 
And you can get alone with God and pray and ask Him to keep that hunger in their hearts. Man, that'll put callings and convictions in your kids' hearts, in your church's heart. Man, maybe one day let them be a Sunday school teacher. You don't think that's a big deal? That's a big deal. Because these Sunday school teachers are the ones that, that taught my children and, and, and taught them to do what they do before I even came around. They built the foundation of these children. David and Goliath, Daniel and the lion's den, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Hey, Jonah and the whale. These are important. These are building blocks that these kids learn off of. You ask any one of these kids that grew up in this church, any one of mine, I know for sure. You ask them if they know any of those stories, they'll tell you the whole thing. And because of these Sunday school teachers, that's what it is. They put something in them that they'll be able to hold on for the rest of their life. And I don't care if they get out there in that world and they go the other way. There's something so deep down in their hearts that'll keep their feet moving. That'll always know that they miss this church. They miss the church of God. They miss the right way of worship. If they go to another church and they go to the wrong way and they bring that strange fire in those other churches, they're going to know that's wrong because the foundation that they got built by some of these Sunday school teachers. Hey, if you don't think that's a big part, hey, no, I'm talking about the ones that are, that are keeping the church's, church upkeep, cutting the grass, planting the flowers, right. cleaning the church. Yeah. These are foundation builders yes, right sir. here. We're getting them ready for that world because that world's going to throw everything they can at them to try to yank them and pull them every which way they can. And they're going to make it look good while they're doing it until they get so wrapped up in sin that they can't even find their way out. They'll be locked in a black box and not even know where they're at. Be so strung out on dope, they don't even know who they are. But I'm telling you, these are foundational building blocks right here. They learn, they learn in this church right here. I'm telling you, we need the church. I need the church. Uh, you got these alcohol, Alcoholics Anonymous, and I'm not, not down on these groups and these Narcotics Anonymous. They say you got to work. It works if you keep working. Well, this works if you keep working. You can never get too close to God. I'm telling you right now, when God, say, when God came to where I was at, when I was in that prison cell, and God told me what he was going to do for me, hey, God told, Hezekiah told God, he said, tell me what you're going to do, Lord. He said, you wouldn't believe it even if I told you. And I didn't believe it. <laughs> but look at God. Look at God. Not nothing I've done. Teaching me how to raise these children, how to love my wife, how to be a, how to be a preacher. How to raise my children godly way. When to tell them no. When to tell them yes. Still learning on my own. <laughs> Bless you, Lord. God's good, y'all. Hey, I'm telling you. As far as I went, as far away from God as I went, and God still came down and reached out and got me from where I was at, when I was nothing and nobody, when I didn't deserve anything. I deserved to be in prison for the rest of my life for some of the things I've done. Some wicked and nasty and mean, angry God changed my heart, changed who I was. And, and I'm, glad that, I'm glad that God can just pour something on me and, and let that little bit just come off on my family. They'll get involved. Hey, your children will get more involved when they see you get more involved. You want them to have that hunger and desire to serve God? You say, I want my children to have that. You get a little bit deeper. You dig a little bit deeper. You go a little bit deeper. You go a little bit farther. I need to go a little bit farther. I need to go to more faith, faith to faith. I need to grow a little more. I need to preach a little harder. I need to preach a little more. I need to pray a little more. I need to read my Bible a little more. I need to build. We need. To, we got a church we got to build off of. 
This, this church will never be done, done building. You'll always be able to build off this. Don't, hey, grab a shovel. Get to work. Hey, hey, grab a stone. Put, a, put one on there for us. Man, we'll have, more, we'll have more confidence in you. You'll have more confidence in yourself. There's plenty of room to grow here. There's plenty of places for you to be here. We're welcoming. Come on. Come on. You can't say, hey, you can't tell me they're not welcoming. Because I'm telling you, this church knew my past. Knew who, how vicious and nasty and how unfaithful I was. Double-minded I was. Hey, double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Don't think he'll receive anything from the Lord. And they still love me and love me up and accepted me. Amen. My arms wide open. <laughs> Never did I feel like anyone was shunning me away. And they should have. I, feel, I mean, hey, from what I, they know of me, they should have. But I'm telling you, you need the church. Don't let something get all creep up in your heart. Like I preached about this morning, that spirit of division. Creep up in your home, creep up in your heart. And you, and you let these little things get in the way. And these foxes come and eat your grapes and terrify, tear around your house. Tear apart your marriage. Tear apart your children. Be having, be, you'll, be having, you'll be having weekend visits with your children. You don't want that. That's what the devil wants. He wants you to have, he wants you to have a Monday. He wants you to have a Friday and Saturday to Sunday visit with visitation with your children. He don't want you to raise your children. That's what the devil will do, tear it apart. He, well, I'm telling you, he wants to get them so strung out on dope before they even reach a teenager. Come on! He ain't got to deal with them. I ain't got to mess with you. If I mess you up as a child and you're an adult, I ain't even got to worry about you. Ain't got to. I was like that until God got a hold of me. God came to where I was at, changed my life, changed who I was. Have I, I've had to make some stands. I've had to make some changes in my life. I've had to say some no's. I've had to say some absolutely no's. No. Well, guess what? I don't regret this one bit. I don't regret what God's done. Don't let that spirit of vision get up in your heart. Turn you against your brothers and sisters, this body right here, this church right here. Don't let that happen. Recognize it when it comes. Recognize we wrestle not against flesh and blood. I'm not wrestling against you. I ain't mad because you're wearing that tie today, Brother Eric. <laughs> I like that tie. Why, brother, Eric always got to wear a suit. No, I'm happy that you do, man. Recognize where that's coming from, but that's that kind of little stuff will get up in your mind and your heart. And, you, and you'll dig off of that instead of digging with the church. I know it. Come on now. We've seen it. How many times have we seen it? I just, I don't really like, Brother Tracy got a little loud yesterday. I don't really, come on now. Come on now, preach. Amen. Hey, them kids are okay with it. Yeah, you see them. <laughs> hey, so us adults that want to get one dip down in our hearts and be talking about it. You look at them kids, they don't think nothing about it. Don't let that thing come up. Don't let it come up in you. Recognize it. See, open up your eyes, your other spiritual eyes. See, this is the devil. Me too. Me too. I'll get blinded real quick. I've got to take my blinders off sometimes. Hey, I need the church. I need my church. Be faithful to one church. Find your church. Dig deep. Get in it. Breathe life into it. Put something into it. Stop sucking everything out of it. Man, get in there. Get in there when we get done eating. Wipe some tables down or something. It don't matter. I'm, I'm talking about anything. Just be here. Hey, I need. I, I draw strength. We draw strength from one another. 
I know Tyler Busby's been working all day, greased from head to toe. I go, oh, man, I got to go home, wash up, and come all the way here. But he's here. Faithful. Faithful. I, I draw strength from that. I do. And I'm not just talking about just him. I'm talking about everybody. I know we all got jobs to work. I know, I know we got rough days. I know things happen. I understand. Cook dragging in the back door. We're here. We're just here. Ain't that right? I'm just here. But I'm here. I came here to get my feet clean. I've been walking around that nasty, dirty world all week. I just need Jesus to wipe my feet, please. Please, Lord, just clean my feet a little bit today. Hey, you don't got to fill me up. Just clean my feet. I just need it. I need it to keep going. I need my brothers and sisters here. This ain't nothing like it was going to go tonight. I promise. I promise it ain't going nothing like it. I just need my feet clean. I just need a little word. I just need something. I need to see one of my brothers and sisters here. Yeah, he showed up. That's good, man. I'm glad he's here. We got hope for one another, man. I I hope that every one of y'all see the end of the Christian life. I hope that every single one of y'all, I, I hope God opens up the windows of heaven and blesses you beyond your barns can hold. I hope God blesses everything that you have, every aspect of your life. I pray God keeps his hand upon you and your family. Yeah, I pray God keeps that hedge of protection around your families, every one of y'all. I pray God helps Calvary Baptist Church grow in the Lord. Grow in the Lord, and we keep them devils out of here, and them foxes out of here, and them spirits that come upon those legions. I pray God keeps us, keeps us together. Don't separate us. Keep us together. I pray God does that for us. I'm going to hit on these high points real quick, and then I'll be done. I ain't going to hold you too long. These disciplines of a godly man or woman is humility, purity, kindness, patience, forgiveness. Where would we be without forgiveness? If God didn't forgive me, I, I, can't, I sometimes can't forgive myself. Understanding, integrity, faithfulness, sacrifice, and love. And love. Those are the disciplines of a godly man and woman. Fruits of the Spirit. That's what we need. We need the church. We need these. We need this to help us. I can see one another building off of each other, you know. I can see what I need. I get what I need from here to maybe go out and share with somebody else. It maybe is not so like-minded with me. I can see the way Brother Troy shares the word. And I can reach somebody like Brother Troy out there that ain't kind of like me. or you, you know what I mean. I can, I can find a different way to expound on the word, you know, out of love. We need the church. Church is important. Christ died for the church. Very important. That's all I got. We need the church. That's right. Amen.